Good day everyone, my name is Julian And since this is my very first podcast The topic will be something very special to me Shh, Table tennis You thought it was gonna be shoes, it's not <laughs> Just kidding That thing is so 2013 But also, <laughs> no joke That will be my topic So the name of this very first episode would be The Rise and Fall of My Table Tennis Hopes and Dreams I'm not sure if I should start from the very beginning But I will start there anyway So table tennis wasn't actually my sports sport It was just a coincidence that the night before The day I tried out We we were watching Forrest Gump And if you have already watched that movie You probably remember or seen The table tennis part of that movie And that particular scene inspired me And I am not kidding I was like I'm gonna try table tennis so bad okay so after that the next day I didn't even know that my school during that time was having table tennis tryouts and I was like what a coincidence and being a believer in science I decided to try out so I said to myself I'm gonna give this one a try if I don't get in it's cool it's cool but deep inside if you don't get in I'm like that thing will hurt me and I know so another for let's fast forward another time my lucky ass got in and this and that is when I started training competitively and mind you all this was in fifth grade so I started really young and oh man those were the days I'm telling you I was considered well in that school as a table tennis star in some way though I was really boastful and stuff like that because they considered me as a star and the reason why is because I was really into that into that sport and I loved it and I trained really hard and then I played second in my very first competition and mind you all I was twice to beat in the final round but my emotions got the best of me so I lost but after that competition I knew right then and there that I want to be on top of the food chain and after that competition people kind of were congratulating me inside the school and they were like oh wow you're so good or something like that just because it's my first competition so they were all kind of proud that i placed so well in my very first competition and of course being me being the young me and knowing the young me i was really boastful i don't even know what i was doing and but i guess the highlight of that year because it that's the first time I decided to try it so of course since it's my first time to play table tennis I was still considered a beginner and I had this girl who was my competition she was a year young year younger what she's a year higher than me so she's in sixth grade and we had intramural intramurals in the school and I was able to beat her and she's way more experienced than me and that's why I kind of said to myself I'm going to the top I want to go to the Olympics and stuff like that you know how every athlete wants to achieve something great or something like that and yeah that's what I wanted way back when I was in fifth grade so I bet you didn't know that there was gonna be a second part for this story (laughs) I could have included the whole thing in one recording but I still haven't finished my script yet. If you're asking, why do you have a script? Because I tend to jungle around, juggle around, jungle what? Juggle around the words that I'm going to say. So I decided to make a script. Okay, so before you do listen to the second part, 
of the story, please do listen to the beginning because you won't know what I'm talking about in the second part if you haven't listened to the first one. So let's get back to the story where I left in the first one. So the next year, which is me becoming an incoming sixth grader, my mom, with the help of my loser-ass sister, decided that we needed to change schools. And that is like the first strike in my table tennis so-called career because I was gonna leave behind my coach and the path that I paved for myself. I mean, the name that I created and established for myself, established for myself in my old school. And the problem is my new school didn't really have a table tennis program. They don't offer it. So I was the school's only representative and that thing, let me tell you, is tiring and hard because I was the only one and I felt like all eyes were on me. Well, not really, but <laughs> in my perspective, they were since I was the only representative. So I went on to my first competition with my new school and I lost big time because of the distance from my formal school, which is where my coach teaches. I wasn't able to practice. So after that, I told myself I will get back in shape after I lost uh, in that competition with my new school, I was told, yeah, that's what I told myself. I was, I was telling myself, I'm going to get back in shape. I'm going to do well again. So after a couple more competitions with me doing well, but not well enough to reach the um, NCR meet, which is a competition here in the Philippines that brings you closer to Palarong Pambansa, where only the greatest in the, in the sport are able to play. But when my competitions graduated in high school, my competitions were this um, players from a Chinese school. They were really great, and I can't seem to beat them because they're amazing. So I was able to get in, and, you know, my mom decided to up my training by letting me join a well-known club here. And during that time, I'm telling you, I reached my peak because my coach, which, which we would call G, had another player who is also a lefty like me and mind you she's a woman like me um and i'm telling you, she's really good i have nothing bad to say about her but my coach g and all the other people in that place would always compare me to her so i got insecure and i decided to work harder and that is when i reached my prime but there's always a but for some reason so a month or two before I needed to try out for a collegiate team, my mom told me to stop training. So this is particularly strike two. Uh, as you can see, there's a pattern here. It, my mom keeps on popping up with the strikes. <laughs> she told me to stop training because she was so petty that I was sleeping really late for my training every day. But I'm not, that doesn't make me less of a player. Every time I, I do sleep late, it doesn't make me less of a doer though I still do great but I just don't want to sleep early and so after that when she told me to stop training because I was sleeping late I got discouraged and told myself okay I'm done with it I'm, bleh, I'm done with it you ruined it for me and I will never play table tennis again there's a third part what so I already recorded this but there was a technical technical difficulty and I lost my recording so I'm gonna continue it again. So fast forward to college, my mom and G, my coach, kept on telling me to try out. 
even though I was really mad at my mom for telling me to stop training, I still did it. So I got in and I don't even know how I got in. So I was really happy because even though I already quitted, I've never had teammates before. And mind you, mind you all, my school is really, my current college is really legendary with their table tennis feats. Um, they were they hold the record for most championship in the women division, which is eight years in a row. Hopefully that doesn't get trampled on, but if it does, well, we can't do anything about it. We never know what the future holds. Okay, so let's go back. So I was part of the team for two years, but I never really excelled since I was no longer passionate. And I was just doing this for the free college tuition, let's be honest. But being a part of the team wasn't always rainbows and butterflies. I guess the best part about being in a team is your teammates. They're actually fun to hang out and spend time with to be honest um and that is because i'm no longer part of the team because i just recently quitted <laughs> there you go i just recently quitted and this is the downfall part so y'all better listen up because this is the real story here okay and so since i know i wasn't doing really well with whatever i'm doing while i was training I was playing really mediocre. My coach, who will we will call B, never really took me notice. And I was okay with that. We, and, you know, but I always felt inferior though. So they don't need to tell me my plays because I already know what I was putting out. I, don't, I know what I was producing. So I was like, okay, I know my place. I'm at the, I'm at the bottom of the food chain. So, but... There was this unfaithful incident that happened where we had a meeting. So after a competition, we had this meeting and he singled me out in front of everybody, in front of everybody, including my teammates and two other coaches. Um, so this is the exact thing he said. Well, actually, he said it in Tagalog, so I'll just translate it in English. He told me, so he called my name. He said, Jillian. And so I peeked, of course, because I was like in the back. And when I peeked my head, he said, you're not ready yet, right? He asked me. There's a right. It's not a, it's not a rhetorical question. He was asking me to answer that I wasn't ready yet. So he was it was in front of everybody. He said, "You're not ready yet. You're not ready yet." Yeah, right? Right? He was doing that, right? And I was like, uh, I just said, "Yeah," even though I know to myself that I could be ready with just a little more practice. <coughs> Excuse me and a little more help but no you know he did that to me and that incident translated in my head that i wasn't good enough you know i'm good with people giving me constructive criticisms and all but this was just out of line because he kept on doing that every single meeting and i don't even know what's wrong with me because every meeting i sat next to him and i'm like why do i keep on doing this to myself and with that and so what he would do in the other meetings is that he would point out those who would compete for the next competition and the good news is that that needs the competition needs six players max and the good news okay so this is the good news actually the good news is that there are only six women left in the team including me but the bad news is b would only pass his finger right into my face before pointing to the other five he would do that every single time and whenever he does that though i will never look at him 
I always looked down at the floor because I was hurt. Who wouldn't be hurt? And for me, that is just pure disrespectful. If you put yourself in my place, because I know even though I wasn't passionate anymore, I was trying really hard and I produced a couple of good games here and there, but it just wasn't enough for him. So I decided to use him as my motivation. I told myself, if you're trying to look down at me, I better change your perspective. I said that to myself. So I hustled harder, training twice a day, but my body wasn't able to handle that. So I stopped, but I improved. My body wasn't able to handle it because I had an injury in college. I got an MSL. It's not torn or anything. It just it's a recurring problem okay so my knee gave out and that's why I can't train twice a day especially if I'm gonna do hard training twice a day so yeah I stopped but I did improve so if, but there is still that underlying problem of him attacking me and I took that personally and I was becoming affected by it mentally I was having a lot harder time with my sport that is giving me a free ticket to college than my studies can you believe that it was giving me a lot harder time than my studies and I'm telling you I became somewhat sport depressed I just call it that um, that after some meetings I would cry you know after we would meet he would have one of his his meetings where he would not point at me I would cry because I got singled out again and I know I know you might say why can't you just quit I'm getting there, okay? So here it is. I wanted to, but my mom doesn't want me to. Do you? Because you'll never know how hard it is to actually tell your mom that you want to say goodbye to your scholarship because you were depressed. Oh man, my mom is going to have a field day with that because we all know how parents just don't understand the way we're feeling sometimes because they never really felt it. But I'm just lucky that our generation now is really woke with these kind of feelings that and hopefully we do the that if our kids do tell us that they're depressed uh, you know we'll just be supportive to them so let's go back to the story again so I just stayed with the team and decided to take it all in I was like okay I'll just do it a couple more months and if something bad happens then I'll just really quit by that time and God I think God was really listening or that he keeps on giving me signs and then the last straw the event this is the third strike okay this is the event that made me say okay I'm so done with you what we were doing is we were practicing when you're practicing table tennis there's like two people at the other ends of the table that we call it drilling that they're supposed to do a couple of drills with each other so guess who they left me to drill with the other coach's 10 year old daughter I mean she's good and all but but you just can't expect me to improve if you will leave me with a kid. So after that, I said I will have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with my mom and tell her everything. I went home that weekend and told her everything. She doesn't even know that these were happening to me. And I was able to hold it in for two years. And so after that, she said yes. And she hold, after hearing the whole thing, she said yes. And now I am back to my old self. That is why... As I said in the description, if you ever read that, if you ever read it, that sometimes quitting is the only option. It did me good even though I never really reached my hopes and dreams of becoming a table tennis prod prodigy. 
I'm just glad that I was able to get some discount on my college tuition fee. <laughs> so I guess the moral of the story is sometimes, as I've said, quitting is the best option. Even though people would say quitting will make you look like a loser. It does not in this case because I was getting really depressed and I was feeling really conscious about every move I was doing. So yeah, that's the story. That's my very first podcast. If Hopefully I did not bore you with my story. So yeah, goodbye. And thank you for listening.